Hello and welcome to an ISIS Energy podcast. I'm Ed Cox, editor of our global LNG production and output. Um, I'm joined by my colleagues Ely Lee, speaking from Singapore, and we're going to talk today about the role of European gas hubs, particularly the British NBP, in the Asian LNG market. Um, recently, there was a large conference in Singapore, and we were hearing reports that Asian buyers are increasingly looking at doing deals based on the price of the NBP. Um, Celie, can you tell us a little bit more about what you were hearing on this? Well, I've heard that portfolio suppliers have been offering NBP link offers. I think usually these portfolio suppliers have... Uh, have positions in both the Atlantic and Pacific Basin, so that um, MBP is a well-placed market for them to optimize their volumes, especially when they are trying to supply Asian buyers. Sure. And, I mean, this is something that, that seems to come and go in the market alongside, you know, oil indexation for sp- some short-term business. Um, obviously, we have Henry Hub coming in increasingly, some fixed pricing. I mean, why why now are you hearing more about um, NBP offers, do you think? Well, from next year, most uh, market participants are expecting that more US volumes would enter the market and most of them would be sent into Europe. So when that happens, um, NBP is the most liquid market at the moment and it's expected to increase its liquidity liquidity from next year. Sure. Are you hearing are you hearing this in terms of um, just short term trade, spot trade, or, or or would this also be sort of longer term business that that is being offered? It's usually more for short term and mid term trades. Okay, sure. I guess I mean we, we've heard a lot of midterm deals based on the NBP and also the Dutch TTF, which is now you know the most widely traded European hub um, for delivery into Europe over the coming years, which is a slightly different set of business. Um, I, I guess there may be some cynics who say, well, we haven't seen the US volumes come in yet. Next year could be the start of a ramp up, but whether that will actually impact. MBP prices is is perhaps quite early to say. I mean, are are there some skeptics in the market who who are maybe questioning whether this is actually the right road to go down for for buyers? You mean using an MBP link price? Yes, compared to other offers. Well, I mean, if you compare where Henry Hub is right now, and I mean for the far curve as well as the MBP far curve, and then when you look at where spot LNG prices are. Obviously, for Asian buyers, Henry Hub is considered much too high uh, a price to pay. And then, when you look at MBP, it's like um, it is considerable. Uh, is considered a reasonable option, especially when if they can have you know if they can divert their US volumes um, to a, to let's say South America, which is a you know which in terms of shipping is much cheaper. Yeah, sure. Compared with uh, Asia. Yeah, sure. So I guess there's, there, I mean, there's the question about having a variety of indices in, in in terms of price pricing within your portfolio as a buyer and a seller. Um, I, I know there's a lot of increasing interest in understanding the NBP. We are seeing certainly Asian buyers staff up their London desks in terms of developing their hedging activity around US positions and trading European hubs. This is very real um, on top of taking or looking to take capacity at European terminals. Um, But I think it's interesting that certainly the MBP is still considered such an important and relevant number. Um, 
outside Europe, particularly within Asia right now. Um, I mean, CWC is obviously a you know significant event. I mean, what what was the general tone that you were picking up there, Zeli, in terms of the the broader LNG market? You mean in the short term or the mid term? Yeah, in the short term, I guess. You know, what are, what are people talking about the next few months, this winter, that kind of thing? Well, in the short term, there is still some uncertainty over the production side because even though many projects are supposedly ramping up or starting up new trains. Um, their output is still unstable, or you know, have not been, um, has not entered commercial operations. So, and then for demand side, a lot of uh, end users in Asia they do think that you know it'll be a colder winter this year, but many have yet to firm up their demand. So um, there's still this waiting period where I think sellers and buyers are still trying to gauge a clearer direction for prices. Sure. So in terms of physical demand, I get, I mean, South Korea, would it be fair to say South Korea is the most obvious source of short-term demand at the moment? Yes. I mean, you, you also can't, um, no, yes, South Korea and Japan would be the key markets, even though, um, yeah, both, I mean, it's like, wait, wait, wait. okay, wait, South Korea and Japan would be the key markets because, yeah, end users have already um, made tentative inquiries. So the only issue now is um, whether Japan would firm up its uh, demand. Sure. So South Korea has already um, bought incremental cargoes and they are likely to continue buying if and when the winter temperatures uh, become, cold, become lower than expected. Sure. So we're still fundamentally in a in a low price market compared to previous years, but some expectation of an increase, particularly in Q1. And we'll see how this ramp up in Australian uh, production matches or potentially exceeds that demand. Um, so a lot of questions still. Um, well, thank you very much for that today, Zeely. Uh, for more information on our LNG products, please visit our website at isis.com. Mm-hmm.